And the universe knows, though, Jen, that Jen's not really safe to pay right now because Jen's not holding herself to the standard that her clients need to be held to. Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned by Human Design. This week, we have a Fractal Line listener on the show to be hot seat coached by me. Listen in, take what resonates, and leave the rest as I help this listener lift the veil of uncertainty and open the door to wealth consciousness. If you would like a chance to be hot seat coached and have your call featured on our podcast, head to the link in the show notes to submit your information. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This week, I have Jen on the call. She is a sacral generator looking for help with her overwhelming grief from the recent loss of her grandmother. And she finds herself stuck in worry around her business working or not. She says she needed a soft kick in the booty to pull her out of the sabotage cycle she consistently finds herself in. And what we find is something I see with most every generator. Jen has experienced some success and then found herself back in old sabotaging behavior patterns, which really leave her in a constant state of worry and fear around her business ever really taking off and working consistently. So as you listen in, consider, do you tend to people please your way to feeling important? Are you allowing grief or overwhelm to drive your business results? Do you allow yourself in and out of toxic relationships without understanding why? Have you left corporate to start your own business and now worry about the effort and energy you put into your business not working? Do you find yourself overwhelmed with what you are learning about yourself in your human design chart to the point where you stop taking action in your business because you fear of doing it right or wrong. All right, let's get into the episode. All right, Jen, so why don't you tell me why you wanted to be on the call with me today? Sure. Well, I've been following your work for a while and just uh, really magnetized towards it. And um, I started my own coaching business a little over a year ago. And um, in that span of time, I lost my grandmother and um, I've just, I've had some great revenue months and then I've had zero months and I find that I, I'm not bouncing back from those times very well. You know, I left a career two different times to do this and I want this, but um, I'm not thriving like a lot of my counterparts that I see out there in the world, in the industry. And so I'm just looking for that kick in the ass, basically loving kick in the ass. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a kick in the ass, but maybe it's like a, why, why can't I get this going? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I'm just going to start asking you a few questions and then we can go from there. When you said that you left your career with the government, to pursue this and say it, you said it didn't work out. Right. Why did you quit then? I quit for a couple of different reasons. I was a caregiver for my grandparents for over a decade. And at that time I was trying to 
get my workplace to accommodate my needs because I was having to drive an hour back and forth to take care of them or to get things for them. And it was becoming um, really heavy on me. And the work that I did was extremely complex intellectually and also emotionally draining. So the combination, it was breaking me. And so after three months of trying to get accommodations at work, I chose family over my career. Okay, because maybe I misunderstood it because what it says is you left to pursue the same dream, but that didn't work out. So you returned to work in 2020. Right, my apologies. So it was kind of a twofold decision. So it was partially that, but at the same time, I wanted to work for myself. So what ended up happening is I got into a relationship that was abusive and he ended up having an addiction issue. And so I ended up trying to launch a business, but all of my attention was going towards taking care of my grandparents and also taking care of someone who struggles with addiction. So I lost myself completely and ran out of money. Yeah. Yeah. And aren't you a codependency coach? Yes. Yeah. That's part of where that comes from is I have the experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We are always the best teachers for what we know really well. So I want to point a few things out here. The reason that you have not gone all in on your dream is because in one way or another, you've put somebody else first. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that you see that, right? You see that? I do. Yeah. So why are other people so much more important than you? I think it's, I think it's always been that way. And I think that's why I feel so lost now because my grandmother is gone. My grandfather isn't at home. I'm not with my ex. I have, you know, it's just now I have no one to take care of except for myself. And I've never had that possibility come up, even though I wanted it for so much of my life. Now it's, it's there. And, you know, I kind of flounder, I I stumble, I, I struggle. Yeah. Well, your grandmother's biggest gift to you was leaving so that you can figure out how to take care of yourself. Yeah. 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 And that's what the universe does. It gives us what we need Mm -hmm. and you are making a career out of helping people. Yeah. Not putting other people first. Right. (laughs) And so the universe is giving you everything that you need in order to make this the priority, you, Jen, the priority, so that you can go out and fucking help other people (laughs) do the same thing, right? And not buy into their stories, right? You hear me buying into the poor you, your grandma died, and the poor you, an addicted guy, and none of that because, well, I'm not attached to the story because I know stories are just, they come in to distract us from what we're here to do. Yeah. Right. But all you've done is allowed the story to distract you, Mm. distract you from you. Yeah. I think what bothers me the most now is the thought of not making this something sustainable. You know, this, this dream, this business, the thought of going back into the corporate world makes me feel sick to my stomach. Yeah. Don't want it. Yeah. I can see why you would have that fear because you have given up on yourself before. Yeah. You have allowed corporate to be an out for you before. Yeah. Yes. But why would it be different this time? I think this is the most serious I've ever taken entrepreneurship. Um, This is the longest I've stuck with it. This is the most money I've made out of it. 
you know, like all the steps I've taken to legitimize it legally. I mean, I never did that before, Mm -hmm. you know, so I feel like it is different this time, but I used to make six figures in in a corporate career. It's very humbling (laughs) to say the least, you know, to, to not be there anymore and to kind of almost feel infantilized. Like I have to have help, you know, from family at times, you know, and I'm so lucky that I have family that believes in me that much has never told me like, okay, this is enough. You need to get a fucking job. You know, no one says that to me. I say it to me, you know, I'm 40 years old and, and I used to be able to not have to even really look at what I'm spending. I could just have it. And now I can't do that. Yeah. And it feels weird. Yeah. It's a whole new paradigm for Jen to have to depend on herself. Yeah. Corporate's not going to take care of you. Boyfriend, grandma, they're not going to take care of you, right? Now Jen has to take care of Jen. And that has to become the only thing that you care about. (laughs) The only thing. Because if what you're saying is true, that going back to corporate is like soul sucking, Mm -hmm. then it has to be a closed door. It's not an option. Right. Right. The truth is, Jen, of course, if you were down in the dumps, you could go get a corporate career. We all could. Right. But you don't want that life. You want a life where you can depend on you, where you can trust you to keep you safe. Right. I think that's such an important distinction that you've made because it is sort of a combination of wanting to care for other people and also wanting to be saved. It's both. What do you mean by wanting to be saved? Like when you were mentioning, you know, I need to depend on me instead of depending on other people taking care of me. I have this savior fantasy where somebody is going to come in and discover me. They're going to see how awesome what I'm doing is. And they're just going to elevate me to the level that I want to be at. I have both of those things are true. I'm used to taking care of other people and I don't have that anymore. And I'm also so tired of taking care of other people that I have this fantasy that, you know, someone is just going to take care of me the way I took care of others. Nobody can take care of you until you do that for yourself first, period. That's just how it works. And the first order of law, universal law, is radical self-responsibility, right? And a lot of what I'm hearing frequency-wise, energetically from you, is I'm doing for everybody else and I'm just not getting appreciated. I'm not getting discovered. All this work is for nothing. Woe is me, woe is me. Instead of, I'm going to fucking discover myself for the brilliant person that I am, the way that I help people, the way I've seen this business work before. Yeah. And I'm going to do that every single day, right? Because the income roller coasters, they happen because you go in and out of this self-discovery for yourself. It's true. Yeah. So you have to be more attached to what you want, the thriving, the love that's being taken care of. You have to be more attached to that than whatever the payoff is that you get from the codependency. Yeah. Have you figured out what that payoff is yet for yourself? I guess it makes me feel important. Mm, Okay. Yeah. I get get to not face my own shit. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Well, great (laughs) self-awareness there, right? Because that's who your clients are. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And the universe knows, though, Jen, that Jen's not really safe to pay right now because Jen's not holding herself to the standard that her clients need to be held to. Definitely. Yeah. So what's stopping you from doing that right now? I think I've begun the journey to self, which has resulted in in a new client recently. So I know that it works. 
I guess part of what's keeping me is just like the who are you to fill in the blank, you know? Like so I want imposter. I want to speak on stages, I want to write books, I want all these things. Like the space between where I am and that seems so far away that I just don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's like a cycle Then you don't do anything. And then you're mad at yourself for not doing something. And then you're like shaming yourself and I'll never get this together. And all of that happens. Right. What this is, Jen, is just a self-worth thing. Your brain has you. I want to be on stages. That is lighting you up. You are a sacral authority. So that feels really expansive, really exciting for you. And then your brain is also like, yeah, but who are you to even? Yeah. So yes. it's all or nothing. Your brain is doing this all or nothing. Instead of you taking control of your brain and saying, hey, wait a minute, guys, both of you, there's the adult here, me. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to schedule in time for me to do this business thing mm-hmm. with both of you in your rooms separate, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because you'll get to the stages. If that's a desire, you'll get there. But if you keep believing that imposter, who are you to, you will never get there. Yeah. So it's raining in all of that shit. Like here comes the imposter syndrome. Okay. I hear you. Who am I to do this? And yet, according to my chart, I am a two, four sacral generator. And I've got all of this destiny in this chart to fulfill. So today between 12 and four, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm going to do it again tomorrow. And you watch how the universe comes in and just brings you money for doing yeah. that. Right. I believe it. Absolutely. Just in the short time between when I scheduled this call with you and now I've already somehow created a trip to the Bahamas. You know, it just happened. I know that it works when I get out of my own way. And What's keeping you in your own way? I think just, uh, just what if it doesn't work out? What if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? It, the worst you can get is where you are right now. Yeah. This is the worst. You can't go backwards. Yeah. Unless you choose to go back to like the relationship that is toxic and all of that. Where you are right now is the worst it will get. You've raised your um, nervous system to this level. Yeah. You won't allow it to go any worse than this and your ego won't either because it's safe and comfortable here. Even though you don't like it, it's safe and comfortable right where you are right now. It can't get worse. Right. So what would be worse is waking up 20 years from now with a disease Mm -hmm. because you didn't go for it. You didn't express all that creative life force inside of you and saying, I mean, I wish I would have done this 20 years ago. Yeah, that's true. That would be a deep regret. And um, we've already talked about so many different things and different things keep coming up for me. And it's just that on this existential level, I've had one human design reading before and it scared the shit out of me because she said that I'm meant for these like huge things, like really like all the things that I already thought of in my mind that, you know, seem so big that they're, you know, like, who are you to have those things? But she said that like, it's needed. You need to do this. This is big stuff and you need to get out of your own way. But then I wonder, you know, am I supposed to want 
be traveling all over the world in a private jet? Am I supposed to want international speaker? Am I supposed to want best-selling author? You know, it seems so big and it also seems so cliche, you know, like, isn't there more to life than that? But yet I want it at the same time. So I go back and forth about whether like, do I want it because I want it or do I want it because people who have it seem so happy, you know, like, let me ask you, do you want it? I do. Why? I do. Because I don't think money is bad because I think that with more money that I can do more great things, you know, with more resources, then I can bring more messages to more people. I I can do more charitable things. Well, here's where I want to stop you, Jen, because you're again in the story of what you want money to mean. You want money to mean that. Yeah. But the truth is money will pull you out of the hole you're in right now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start with that, right? Like what the, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I will say this over and over again. When I started this business, it was, I have to feed my daughter. Yeah. This isn't, I cannot, you know, go to the grandiose. I'm going to serve the world with all these, you know, my charitable Mm contribution. First I was like, my charitable contribution is to me and my daughter first. Right. Thank you very much. Then we'll figure out the rest. But that's the thing. The theme here is, is you're putting everyone else before you. Right. That's because you want to make it mean, well, I can help everybody. Yeah. You can never get there until you help you. The money has to be spent on you. The money has to be spent on figuring you out. How do I work? How do I make a business work? How do I get through my day-to-day stuff? How do I create momentum? How do I create consistency? How do I create one client? How do I create another client? Okay, now how do I build a business model around those clients, the ones I love to work with? Yeah. And how do I do it again next month? And how do I do it again next month? And instead you're getting distracted by your your mind's grandiose all or nothing. It's never gonna work out. (laughs) You're gonna be in a ditch somewhere and back in corporate, or you're gonna be flying private on a stage You see that? It's interesting, right? Because the truth is, has it ever been all or nothing in your life? No. 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 There's always a gray. It's all gray. Yeah. It's not one way or the other. Yeah. It's never all fucking horrible and it's never all fucking amazing. Right. It's like, oh, okay, well, hmm, here it is. This is life. But all the universe cares is how are you using your every minute? Are you using your every minute to indulge in listening to the, you know, ego, who are you too? And what if it doesn't work out? Or, and even this one, because that is just overwhelming you. The grandiose, how do I do that? I'm a big speaker with all of that money coming in. Like that's overwhelming you. So all of it's just keeping you in, in action. And it's a choice you're making. I want to be clear. Yeah. It's a yeah. choice you're making to stay in, in action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's my suggestion because I remember feeling just so fucking beat up by life. Yeah. I was like, what? Not one person should have to deal with all the shit that I have had to deal with, period. Should never have happened. So what I want you to do is I want you to write down the things that are like, I should never have had to deal with this. And then I want you to pour it all in there. Don't distract yourself from doing it, do it. And then I want you to fold that up, burn it and say, that's no longer my fucking story period. I have another minute. I'm given another minute. I'm not going to spend it thinking about that. The the world is full of people who stay where you are. Yeah. 
I want to make that clear. Most people stay in the, what the fuck is happening here? And I'm a victim. Mm -hmm. In other words, I know you don't sit there and walk around like I'm such a victim. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying when we choose not to release the story and not to just go, I don't know who that happened to felt like it was me, but I'm going to leave that on the back doorstep because tomorrow and in, in my next minute, I'm creating me. And all of those experiences made me who I am today, but I'm not going to indulge in those because I have bigger things I want for myself, right? Like most people, Jen, will stay here where you are for years yeah. and they will end up on their deathbed saying, yeah, I it wasn't that big of a deal. I could have just left that. Mm, it's true. I don't want to be one of those people. Well, I know you don't, or you wouldn't be on this call with me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The people who find the work of human design and um, really start to go into their gift energy, their potential, and learn about their shadows, they are the people who are ready for the next level, which doesn't have anything to do with victim. It's all about potential and gift. Right. But you have to have the stories that you had to bring you to this level. It's now just a choice. Am I going to hang on to those? Or am I going to move forward? Agreed. Yeah. Does this help? It does. I told you I needed a loving kick in the ass and that's exactly what I got. Thank you, Jen, for being willing to bring your cycle of people pleasing to the podcast. I see this all the time with my clients and it was something I dealt with a lot before truly understanding the patterning around sabotage. Jen finds herself putting the needs of everyone else before her own. And I imagine this started at a very young age. When we believe putting the needs of others, even our own family above our own, the universe sends us more people to mirror that back to us. Allowing what someone else needs to be more important than what you need is an energetic of low self-worth. Now, this can get tricky when it comes to being a caregiver. There is a fine line we must stay aware of when we enter into caring for other people through their addictions, their sickness, their illness, and any general need they may have. And you heard her say, putting others before herself was a way she felt important. Feeling important for Jen allows her ego to believe that she has high self-worth and proves it over and over by putting her in the position to continue to gain self-importance through others instead of doing the work to figure out why her need to feel important is more valuable than her desire to become a highly influential business owner. She continues to put the needs of others in front of her own because becoming the writer and speaker and highly sought after coach seems like too big of a dream, right? The mind can't wrap its awareness around how that would happen. So it simply keeps her in the cycle of feeling important and ultimately sabotage. Finding yourself in a cycle of sabotage is the first step to change. Becoming aware of the energetic that keeps you in sabotage brings the subconscious to the conscious and allows different actions to be taken. And Jen knows that she has to stop people-pleasing because she is a very self-aware woman. Her coaching career 
is centered around helping others break the cycle of people-pleasing. So the universe is giving her a precious opportunity to overcome this sabotage cycle once and for all. She wants a successful, dependable income from her business, and her highest self is working to create that for her. The death of her beloved grandmother is a gift in that regard. Losing someone is a gift in understanding how you can better care for yourself. But if you decide to stay stuck in the loss, the grief will block your heart chakra from opening up to the potential that love has to bring you opportunity. I encourage Jen to see her grandmother's death as a gift in that sense, right? That there's no more earthly tie to be that caregiver, but instead to now turn her attention back onto herself. In this way, she would best be able to honor her grandmother's life, right? By making her own life the one she amplifies with her potential now. Turning away from people-pleasing continually over and over is how Jen will fill up her coaching practice and build out her demand. Not holding herself to the standard of self-worth her higher self has in store for her will keep her experiencing those income highs and lows. The universe matches the underlying frequency that you carry. And as soon as you make a decision to stop behaving in ways that amplify that lower frequency, the universe will bring you another decision to increase your level of self-worth in order to anchor in that higher frequency. Now, in Jen's case, she continues to waver in self-worth frequency because she becomes aware she's doing something that isn't working and is like her sabotaging patterning and then does something like gets a human design reading and even gets on a call with me. And then she allows her fear and overwhelm to keep her from making a decision into a higher plane. She continues to allow the ego to throw thoughts of overwhelm and imposter syndrome around and allows that frequency to keep her in fight or flight inside her business. The longer this kind of thing takes place, the more time you waste. And in Jen's case, wasting time means that feeling important comes before actually getting what she wants. And this episode really brought back the memories of me battling my own toxic relationships and being in and out of court. And I'm here to tell you, Jen, and anyone else relating to this episode and just finding yourself in any pattern around people-pleasing, as soon as you rid your life of the people and the activities that drain the creative life force out of you, the doors to success open wide. It is continual work to release the people who are not on the path you're on. And it's not always fun and it's not always sunshine and rainbows, but it is always worth it. Get intimate with who you are. Don't allow your destiny to distract you from what your natural gifts of service are for others right now. 
find your soul tribe who get it and still hold you to a higher standard. Stay in the work and watch the not-self frequency move aside and make room for everything you have ever wanted and even the things you didn't even know you wanted. The things that happen in your life to impact you are there for you to find opportunity, not beat yourself up through, to find compassion for yourself, for the misunderstanding that you carried about how your potential works, and to heal your energetic leaks so that you can serve others at the highest level. All right, my loves, sending you so much love on this journey. Cheers to staying wealthy through alignment. Thank you for listening. If you are ready to turn your purpose into profit, it's time to empower yourself with the tool of integrity that is the high frequency formula. Head to the link in the show notes to find out how. I'll see you on the inside.